0: What did I think about this week book club started when I made the commitment to start carving out more time in the day for myself. As women, as moms, as partners, as bosses, we tend to give out so much of ourselves without taking the time to replenish. I realized that there was an opportunity to create a space to encourage women to do just that. So here, we're going to pick novels, get lost in its pages, then get together to share our perspectives. My name is Janine, host of What Did I Think About This Week podcast, and this is The Book Club. This week's spotlight is on Celeste. girl <laughs> you're um we're just gonna do like a shameless plug because this is what we're here for your sweater god situation oh my god so fire I was like okay you, Jer- when I get this uh thank you Janine up, yes I, I you got down um, hey <laughs> yes
1: I'm very proud of it like it was a uh, in the moment I was just like trying to figure out what I wanted to do with like sleeves and stuff. And I just made these puffy ass sleeves on a sweater mm-hmm. and like, it turns out everybody loves it. So That's I'm just wonderful. like oh. going, with, going it. with it. Yeah. Thanks girl.
0: When did you become a uh, um, seam seamstress? Is this like a new venture for you or have you kind of always been doing it?
1: Well, I learned how to sew when I was a little girl in girl scouts, but mm-hmm. I didn't start like actually, you know, really get into it until like i was 20 maybe 25 26
2: mm-hmm. so
1: i bought a sewing machine back then and i've just been like playing around with like altering because i like go thrifting and like alter something that i thrifted and then it turned into me like uh drawing up my own designs and like figuring out like if i can like make an actual piece on my own so yeah it's been about three four years when i've like actually like we really focused on it on it and like learn to teach myself certain things well, yeah keep going it's for my sure. calling I've, I've finally figured out at age 29 that this is <laughs> thank you
0: girl <laughs> yep for sure keep going you took me forever so um you I know eat. that we're posting this so go ahead and drop your tags and where everybody can find you <laughs> the right, so Celeste's ig page is celestial healing if you want some bomb ass bonnets or a Sweater God cropped sweater with wonderful puffy sleeves? And more to come, I'm sure. Yes, yes,
1: yes, of course.
0: All right, well, let's go ahead and officially get started. Good afternoon. Thank you again for coming. This is week two of our What I Think About This Week book club meeting. And um, we have some familiar faces. Celeste is here with us. Valicia is here, and Rhea, who just introduced herself with the energy. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, let's let's get right into chapters three through five. Um oh, okay. so chapter three I think gave us some insight on the relationship that has grown between Desiree and Early and what that's like right did y'all expect Early to come clean so early on with Desiree about the fact that he was a bounty hunter the fact that he was hired to find her or did you expect him to kind of wait it out a little bit longer
3: I expected him to wait it out
0: me
1: too. I thought he would wait it out, just like yeah. his energy. How he was very detached from his clients, and how he just, you know, made his like—I don't know—he didn't use his emotions a lot when it came to, you know, hunting people. So I thought he would be like,
3: uh. yeah, but, but yeah,
1: she's a that woman. Was, yeah, and he was like in love with her at, at, in childhood and stuff. Yeah. So Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh,
3: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler <alert>. late. <laughs> That's okay
0: um I thought it was very interesting, Desiree's like the way that she wanted their relationship to carry on. Like the fact that she was like, We don't have to get married. I have been there, done that. You 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 um don't have to be here every night, but whenever you are in town, come on through. And um I think maybe at that time it may have been a little risque to have a relationship like that. Yeah yeah definitely and like you said
2: i can i can respect the fact that you know like you said they had a mutual agreement on how it was gonna go i understand that you ain't gonna be in town out of time so i ain't gonna be checking for you um every five right. seconds and when you do you here, you're gonna give me the business
0: you're just gonna give me the business, <laughs> just gonna give me the business. <laughs> right <laughs> And that, like, adds a little extra, you
1: know, excitement to a relationship Uh where it's like you get breaks in between and, you know, like, you have somebody to, like, come home to and you have something to look forward to. I think that's really dope. uh, Yeah.
0: I don't know. I I like it, but I don't because she was like, oh, like, I'll just be minding my business and I'll turn around and he's standing outside the car like, hey, I'm here. (laughs) Like, there's no kind of warning. Right.
3: (laughs) Mm.
0: and i just think like um the the author is just so good with her way of just setting a scene and i just think it was so beautiful how she was able to um capture for us the way early just was mesmerized by this woman like throughout this whole time even as they got older you know he just thought she was the most beautiful yes exactly It's heart-wrenching,
1: for real. Like, Early was, like, <laughs> such a good guy. And he, like, got her ex-husband off the trail and, like, led yeah. him other places so he wouldn't find her. Just, like, so many things he didn't have to do, but he stepped up and did when he saw that she was, like, in danger. So, yeah. that's dope. That says a lot about him as a, a man, so.
0: Shout-out to Early, man. That's what's up. Um, and then, <laughs> how do y'all feel about,
2: I guess, the fact that he didn't even mention that he knew, I guess,
0: so whereabouts about the, the story of um what's his name Sam like to say that he had more kids and a whole nother wife oh shit I didn't get to that part part
2: yet is that okay
0: but I'm ready oh, really? wasn't
2: I that- no, yeah. yeah. you skipped over it? <laughs> was that a
1: chapter <laughs> six? Huh? uh you talking about the fact that early knew that Sam had moved on and gotten a- mm-hmm. remarried and stuff
0: Oh yeah, I yeah. didn't. I didn't read that part yet. But oh shit! <laughs> yeah, I feel like that. Yeah. A
1: little bit later.
0: Oh, so V. Did I
1: read? I or something?
0: You did, but that's fine. Oh
1: no! Let me hush.
0: Mic me drop. Hush. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think how 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 was it reading Jude's story for <sighs> y'all?
1: I loved it um I've been like waiting to like I didn't even know she was going to even touch on Jude like that Mm -hmm. because like like Jude's having Jude's perspective on everything was like a huge surprise because I thought she was gonna keep it with the twins Stella and Desiree and then that was gonna be it but like getting a look into like their descendants and how they viewed um everything is just like a sweet treat I really loved it because Jude. Cause she's like, you know, like she was going through so much as a child, like being dark skin in that town, like, uh, and her finally getting out and going to LA and meeting like a new uh, prospect for like love, love and love stuff. It's just and reads like
0: um, a tra- transgender, yeah. Perspective? What the hell? Like, who thought? Like, it's so much. Um, you know, I love it. I think reading about Jude's childhood was very heavy. Um, of course, just to like what, what they called her and Tarba oh, and, 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 all of the picking yeah. on her and stuff. And then her relationship with Lonnie was even very interesting for me. Um, I actually wanted to read from a page. <clears throat> um, all right. All right. tried to imagine Lonnie holding her hand carrying her books home from school kissing her even, his long eyelashes tickling her cheeks, sitting beside him in a movie theater or on top of the Ferris wheel at the carnival Lonnie's arm around her but all she could picture was Lonnie splashing her in a mud puddle or sticking chewing gum in her hair or calling her a dumb bitch Lonnie punching her until her lip bust open and her eyes swelling shut. After, her father would always storm out while her mother sobbed on the floor, her face buried in the couch cushion once he didn't leave right away and said he pulled her mother's face into his stomach petting her hair her mother whimpered but didn't pull away as if she were comforted by his touch better to picture Lonnie beating on her the other thing that soft part terrified her even more I had to read that like five times I was like I know my reading comprehension be off sometime but <laughs> That's
3: deep. that is deep.
0: <laughs> it's, it's, it, it, was, it was just so amazing at how she was able to illustrate the way how even we can like start off with one thought and how it seamlessly kind of transitions into something else. So for um, Jude to have this fantasy almost of having this romantic, intimate relationship with Lonnie, and then it drifts into a darker fantasy and then mixes in with memories of her father beating her mother, I was like, the writing. My the God. Writing. <laughs> the writing.
1: Right.
0: How old did those go you? know,
1: like at that point well, how old when when they introduced her, she's like eighteen. She's eighteen. She's going to college, her first year of college. Yeah. So she's eighteen okay. at this time. But when that, yeah, when she was around yeah, her mom and dad fighting each other, I think she was five eight, or seven. younger 7, yeah, 8, because
2: her, I think it's still like, 10 years. It's skipped 10 yeah,
1: years, so she yeah. had to be, like, okay. seven, like yeah, 7, Yeah, you right. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I agree, Janine, like, how they she ties that in with, like, her upbringing and watching her mom be beat by her father and how she found comfort in that when she got that same treatment from Lonnie. It just shows how our parents, like, fuck us up, like, the shit we see during childhood, yep. like, really, right. like, stays These with us snub, and, like, starts seeking things. shit out. Yeah.
0: yeah normalize yeah, this
3: thing right right exactly kind
2: of kind of um kind of resonated with me because i had an aunt who allowed the father of her kids to you know beat on her and it even extended past by like, even when i came to stay over he would like get so drunk and didn't even care that it was a whole nother child you know let alone you doing this in front of your kids right you have right. a boy and a girl that you should be showing two different examples for, but mm-hmm. you're giving them the same mm-hmm. example to make them think that it's okay to live in this toxic, you know, behind relationship where you could just put your hands on somebody. And like mm-hmm. I said, I would come home and I don't want to just go on a tangent, but I want to get into this like vivid behind story. I can remember when I went to say this to my cousins, and um, basically, he came home and woke the whole house up like two, three o'clock in the morning. Mind you, I'm 30 now, and I can say this probably happened when I was around 11, 12 years old, and I still can remember it like it was yesterday. He came home around two, three o'clock, pretty much demanding a fucking remote control. Where's the remote control? Where is the remote control? And so I'm just like, okay, what the hell is he going on about now? Mind you, my cousin sleeping
0: through it. She's sleeping through it because she used to it. Right, this is normal for her.
2: Yeah. Where's the, where's the goddamn remote control? My auntie, she's, you know, at the time she was heavy, you know, heavy set. He hollering at her ranting and raving, talking about um, it may be stuck in one of your rolls from you being laying on, your, laying on your back with whoever, yeah, with whoever man you was laid up with. So I can just vividly <laughs> See what was going on. Even though we was in a whole nother room, I can tell what was going on by whatever he was saying. He going to yell and say, yeah, yeah, you need to look for the damn remote. You need to look for it. And he was like, yeah, while you down there, I ought to kick you in your face. So at that point, I guess she was kneeling down in front of the bed or whatever looking at it and looking for it. And he just threatened to kick her in her face while she down there so and now and now my my cousin she's six months younger than me and she she's a product of it like she has four kids she has four kids by two different dudes the first two she had three by the last one she had one by she don't have custody of any of
0: them Mm. Uh, all because of
2: childhood trauma
0: yeah let me ask you this. What did mm, did, mm, did mm. your aunt see see like maybe women and like older women get beat on or or, or get verbally abused in that way to where I'll it was for her you. also? Yes, yeah, because
2: my grandfather was abusive to my grandma. So yeah, it's
3: it's pretty much it's a cycle. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely a cycle. The the same exact thing happened to me. Yeah. That's how I didn't witness my parents going through that because I was so young and I was the baby I was like months old but it just the hearing the stories about it and it's always a constant drama when I my first relationship that I got in was just like that it's so crazy how generational curses can happen like that. yeah mm-hmm. yes damn so important to watch what you do in front of your kids yeah Yeah. watch who you have around and extremely important and
2: it makes a few friends like like i said with me and my cousin we're so close in age or whatever we we literally have like pretty much the same family because she's my um my mother's sister's daughter like we're first cousins and Mm -hmm. we're like night and day because like I'm pretty sure my mom and dad had their issues they're still together to this day but I've never seen my daddy raise a hand let alone his voice to my mama oh wow! And is so, your aunt
3: still with the guy
0: no they okay. when she she didn't leave that man so her kids got yeah. good and gone mm. and that kind of brings another point too like I think there was this notion of like women staying in these toxic, abusive relationships just off of the the, on the um, strength of the kids. Because for whatever reason, you think that a two-parent household is a better s- situation. But I would much rather mm-hmm. like y'all be separated if that's yes. peace and having like a better example of oh. what love should look like. Right.
1: And yes. that brings up another point, like the fact that um, Desiree and Stella's mother believe that they associated dark-skinned men with like being um, horrible, like people who will beat on you and just treat you horribly. And that's really, it's not really like a dark-skinned thing. It's more of, you know, just your upbringing and what you saw as a child it determines who you're going to be as a grown-up, so... I feel like Sam, like, probably, and they kind of touched on Sam's background, but not really, but I feel like he had, and he was, like, jealous low-key of, mm-hmm. not so much, Desiree's, like, her light skin, how she was able to, you know, maneuver through society with her light skin. is was beautiful. He always felt like she might be cheating on him, and, like, he felt like he didn't deserve her, so that was, like, self-hate in itself.
0: Yeah. Like, so many things. The so, layers. like, just. So- <laughs> the layers <laughs> but, but that actually um segues into my next point of 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 jude with her father and how she even said that it was untethered from the ugly abusive side that she saw and that she witnessed with her mother but it was like their relationship was completely different and she separated the two and the conversation that her and um, Sam had, where he was like, "You, you know, watch her because she, she um, still thinks she is better than us." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then maybe subconsciously, that kind of now makes Jude right. some kind of animosity towards her mother because her father is planting those seeds. Yeah. It's so
1: true. And her, her, her and her father had a connection because they were both, you know, dark-skinned brown people. And she s- felt close to him in that way. But at the same time, you know, he's like beating on her mom and stuff. So uh, that had to be like a heavy thing, like a conflict that she always had within herself as a child. That's it's crazy.
0: To kind of divert a little bit and talk about uh, Desiree and Stella's mom, Adele, um, you know, she came from, I guess, like a well-to-do family, like her her, her grandfather, her great-grandfather founded Mallard. Um, do you all think that she later on resented marrying what she called a common blood?
1: Hmm. I don't think
0: so. You don't think so? Because- Sorry, go ahead because
1: it seems like she was like really like in love with him based the little bit that they did describe Adele and his relationship it seems like she was you know legitimately in love with him and his death was you know as horrible as it was that didn't stop her from that didn't make her regret you know being with him cuz it was
3: probably real love you know so yeah and she seemed pretty not i mean I'm, I know she worked hard and stuff but she seemed comfortable like, like never leaving Main. I mean, that town. Yeah, they always talk about not leaving and you know just working and being good old people. You know,
0: right, right. She
3: probably feared going other places and not having that light skin mentality where everybody has to be light skinned and all that stuff. Just stay where you're comfortable at, where you know, you yeah. know, everybody has right. to stay light skin. That's the rule. You, this is a comfort zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost low key brainwashed. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Ignorance, real. Fearless, right? Yeah. And there's still people like that today.
0: hmm Talk about it. Yeah. How did y'all feel about um I don't I didn't bookmark the page, but the same way that the author was able to kind of bridge in um Jude's fantasy about Lonnie and then flashbacks to her dad beating her father they were able to kind of do that with, or she was able to do that with telling us the um, story of Reese, of how you started with Reese, but then in one paragraph, you learned that Reese had transitioned. Um, And then you get into the love story that is Jude and Reese. What did y'all think about their relationship and how it was illustrated?
1: I think that the way she like subtly threw in Reese's um, transition, like Mm -hmm. I thought that was like top tier because she didn't like put any emphasis on it. It was like something that we shouldn't like harp on. She made it seem like, you know, this is like a normal perspective that someone might have and we shouldn't like, Oh, he's, Oh my God, a transgender man. Like she threw it in in a subtle way and it made us like not really focus on that. It made us like focus on, um, Reese and uh, Jude's, you know, organic love story—how they met, him being a cowboy, and her, you know, dressing up with her fake cat ears at the party. I don't know. I thought that was like so seamless and perfect. And I like you can tell that she's like a millennial writer with a progressive mind because she, how she did that was like real cool. I yeah, like that. Yeah.
0: I agree. I don't know. Um, do y'all, if you were Jude, would you appreciate? Reese's like just I'm super chill laid back I'm not pressing the issue I'm not gonna make any moves on you like it seemed like it took a very long time before they even actually kissed or did anything on an intimate level
1: I think that had to do with the fact that uh, it has to do with, I think it's more so him like what he has going on with himself, like the transitioning thing, how he didn't really feel comfortable being truly himself, as far as like, showing his chest and yeah. like, um. so he knew that like getting intimate with a woman would require, not require, but you know, would lead. you have to like really show yourself to someone yeah. when you're stepping in that space. So I think Reese just wasn't ready Yet, and that's why it took him so long, and he had to feel super comfortable with Jude. Like you know, they had to. They need. It took time, that and makes, I think that's why.
0: And then too, they they both were kind of dealing with their own struggles, and, and mm-hmm. it was hard to. It's it's hard to uh, be that intimate and close with somebody if you're not really at peace or
3: yeah, not feeling, feeling yourself. yourself. Yeah, yeah, if
0: you're not there yet, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. And also,
3: and building... so Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. You go ahead. You talk. Uh, it's also like building a friendship too. I feel like relationships last longer when they're on a friendship first, and
0: yeah, you know,
3: relate to each other.
0: That makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. I'm. I. I guess I'm just a little fast ass, and yeah. I'm used to to books rages. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just stop playing games. We know what we hear. <laughs> I'm it's a
2: dead nice change earth. of pace. Sure. <laughs> Take it slow. <laughs> Words. Let the
1: beat go. And to think about how that was happening in the '80s, like mm-hmm. a transitional, like or transitioning, like man in the '80s, probably was like, even though what, what was a uh, guy's name Barry? I think the outside friend i that loved barry in, i want to yes like you. even though he made it seem like normal like oh i know other people who are transitioning as well like in the 80s that probably even from like Jude's perspective she had never met anybody who yeah. um was transitioning so that probably well mm-hmm. she kind of like went with it she was never bothered by it because she yeah. felt like a connection based on the fact that they both had things about them that mm-hmm. they hated or you know, because she was dark-skinned and yeah, so that was crazy in the 80s.
0: And then too, it's so interesting at how Barry had this, like, really, like, positive perspective on on, on the community and, like, oh, no, like, this is normal, but he, you still get the story of how he would take Jude with him to makeup stores and, like, tell her to pick out different things because he didn't feel comfortable buying it yet. So it's like, yeah,
1: Oh, it's crazy what the, you know, what the LGBTQ community, like what they go through, just, you know, trying clowns. to live a normal life, do normal, norm- normal shit, they gotta jump for hoops, just right. to be themselves. It's just, wow.
0: Right, right, right. Well, I don't know, but I, I feel like maybe I should have read chapter six because V done spilled the beans a little bit. It seems like it gets juicy. No, no.
2: And the sad part about it is I had to read it in chapter four because, Janine, I didn't read chapter five thinking we were only supposed to read three and four.
0: Oh, so I skipped right past that? All right, well, let me revisit. <laughs>
2: yeah, I don't I have, Look, I got to find the page number. But,
0: yeah, they briefly said something about... um early knowing Sam's whereabouts. Oh, no, I the did, way. okay, I did. I do remember this, yeah. I remember, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but remember
2: he said now. he also mentioned that he never mentioned it to her. <laughs> and I don't know what for what reason that he never, you know, told her about it. I guess
1: he just don't wanna blur the lines between, you know, what
2: he had probably, going on with it, her. He she didn't, didn't ask, to she,
0: probably, if she, she probably didn't wanna <laughs> know, yeah. So. Too. And then was it was it this set of chapters where he was saying at, at like he was still looking for yeah. Stella but he was almost kind of like not giving yeah. it his full attention anymore like mm-hmm. yeah I'm still asking around but I could care less if we really find her at this point. And I kind of
2: hate that
1: kind of <laughs> came up so fast that they never found her. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> She outmaneuvered them niggas like she was bobbing <laughs> and weaving. You know she was she incognito type.
2: <laughs> because gadget. Skipped, I was like, hey, girl. <laughs> because when they skipped ten years ahead to do you know Jew's point of view or whatever, I thought they were just gonna stick with that. No, they
0: started talking about still looking for department stores. <laughs> he <laughs> going to dealers like, hey, you seen? <laughs> <laughs> But this th- this actually brings up another good point at how jude um kind of says that she somehow kind mm-hmm. of wants to have a stronger connection with stella or had this like had this like obsession with wanting to get to know who this other person was almost like she would have preferred her over her own mother a little, yeah. a little bit where do you where Uh-oh. do you think that comes from
3: um probably hating her even- own
0: Feeling
2: like she got trapped in Mallard when her mama was telling her every every time her mom was telling her, okay, we're gonna leave, we're gonna leave, knowing one down, what they going nowhere. <laughs> so got a she that like, okay, she wasn't going nowhere, honey, because <laughs> I think you know she uh, felt like okay, the other half of these twins, you know, left, so maybe she is more like me, for not wanting to be, you know,
3: here in Mallard. So I, but I don't know why she would feel more. Um, drawn to Stella, seeing the whole, she wants to be white. So
0: <laughs> I was thinking like, that as well.
3: So yeah. Like, that's, why would that's you? <laughs> yeah, like she would probably disown you, or you know, but we'll see.
0: <laughs> right. Right. But then I think that that comes that that ties back into her father planting these seeds of like mm-hmm. having res- resentment towards her mother. So maybe she was looking for whatever, she felt like a perfect motherly figure would be Stella, even though Stella wants to be white. It's weird, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's also ties into like Jude
1: knowing, hearing her mom talk about her twin. And it's just like, it's basically another part of your mother that you don't know about and not knowing something and knowing it's out there somewhere, it draws you to it and it makes you wanna, you know, like seek it out and get to know it. Like you are always wondering in the back of your mind, like, like what is my aunt like, like blah, blah, blah. And the fact that, yeah, that she did have the courage to leave Mallard and like stay away and have a second life. She probably found, she probably respected her for it. And like, you know, she just wants to get to know her and see what her perspective is. I thought it was dope.
0: Ooh, child, all right, well. Um, any other any other parts of these few chapters that that um, stood out to you I know Ce- Celeste was over there highlighting and circling <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. oh she got the physical copy you didn't go and get it <laughs> yeah I bought a physical copy I listened
1: to it okay. on um audio on audible oh if y'all listen to audible I like do. the narrator for this book mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes girl the narrator for this book is on point she, like she had different voices for each character yeah and just yeah. Like, yeah it's on point so audible and then at the end the end of the book I listened to the audible and I read along while I was listening and that made it even better like
0: oh wow
1: but I'm trying to think of any like parts that I really other than, like, Reese and uh, Jude's relationship and how they, how Reese, like, kept, he would, like, they were, like, getting fights, and then uh, she would, like, leave and go stay at Barry's, and Reese, like, always would come back to her, like, and apologize, like, oh, baby, I'm sorry, and how he eventually, he yeah. started calling her baby and stuff, and just Aww. lead up to them, like, having them. their first, like, so chapter
2: five is juicy like i just
1: did not even read it not even
3: knowing that we had to read it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i didn't even know jude grew oh. up to be a, a big girl so i have to Records. catch up i'm still at the part where she was a little girl <laughs>
1: yeah especially the peak of the book y'all don't
0: enjoy. It's so good. And then what was interesting to me, and I don't know if, if this was done on purpose. So when they, uh, so when they started the story of, you know, Jude leaving Mallard to go to college and the bus driver was like, I could tell that she, she was a runner in my mind, I had assumed runner as in like a runaway like the same way that her mom had yeah away from mallard i was like okay so jude ran away too because she couldn't take it no more and then you keep reading and then you learn like she was an actual runner like (laughs) that's how she got to college she was an athlete yeah i thought that that was a nice little bridge between you know the fact her mother ran away and she became a runner and now she's in college so she's away from the town as well
3: I would have been so scared to bring my daughter to that town. I'm so protective of my daughter cuz my daughter's like, like super chocolate. Her, how she probably looks. She's
1: probably really tall. Yeah, tall and lean. Her legs is probably like real, you know, shapely as far as like a runner's legs and she, yeah, she's probably very beautiful. That's what yeah. I am taking from. But she's so mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, like um real
0: like you said I think for sure there would have been a little hesitation to come back to a town that, 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 you know, is like colorism is at its peak and like everybody's <laughs> ice skin and you have this super chocolatey baby, um, Yes. but it was almost like, she, where else was she supposed to go? Yeah. Like, like, like all, all roads lead to home when shit gets real. Like she, yeah. Go. Yes. Yes
1: exactly and desiree was like the whole time even when she had left new orleans she always felt guilty about leaving her mom Mm -hmm. and so and she was like missing her and stuff like that so going home to mom was like her best bet in the situation so
3: i understand definitely fixing that relationship before somebody passes away too Mm -hmm. would be important to me like your mom's getting older you know i wonder if they, they never sent her money like they planned to
0: that's a good point. I don't think so. I they think I just cut ties
3: said completely. It. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. but it made me feel a little. As long as I'm sending money, I would have been like, all right, ma.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> let to oh, take this. this down. Down. Yeah, you'll find out. Yeah, you find out. Hold it
0: down. And I think
2: they did. I think they did mention that. Um, that Desiree is it? There's a Desiree. Desiree. I did mention I that, Des- that. The book that, Audible says Desiree. Oh, okay well yeah they mentioned I think I want to say they did mention that
3: she did call home I don't know if Stella did though but I, I think she tried to call home and the mom never accept her phone calls oh I I've oh, breathe which one Stella or both um, Desiree. Oh, like Desiree. She okay. tried to write her mom, or no, no, she tried to write her, and then she ended up not sending the letter, but she did call, and I think the mom wouldn't accept her phone calls. Oh.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, so the mom felt the way, yeah. obviously. As she should. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, you should. Up and yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> should. Don't be calling me when you need me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Mm -hmm. So good, so good. Well, that I, I think I've covered everything that that I wanted to point out, and um, that was good. That was a good little discussion. We was all inside of our fields (laughs) with this Jude situation.
3: (laughs) Yes.
1: yes this is a good meeting I can't well, wait
0: till next week all right y'all so um again thank you for coming and then um we're you reading chapters six through nine I want to say but it's on the schedule okay. I- I'll I have to look okay. at it and I'll see you all next okay. week hope you have a good Saturday all right. bye. Bye. you, you bye. too bye. Uh, bye. thank you bye,
2: bye. bye.